podcast on podcast on welcome to the to the podcast experiment welcome to the podcast experiment i'm dave and i'm vic and here we go and we're gonna go straight into it welcome to the podcast experiment i'm dave and i'm vic and here we go all right so when last we met first of all uh Hi, everybody. <laughs> Remember us? <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's been like three Batman movies since. There's been. It's, our it last feels podcast. like there has been. Um, yeah, you know, but there's been a lot of Batman news. And anyway, welcome back. We're we're back, and we're gonna do our our review of the Batman. Matt Reeves is the Batman. There's been all this talk. There was literally a pandemic. <clears throat> that put the movie on hold uh even uh, like an extra year uh i i want to just jump right into it we'll we'll do this this will be our review and then from there we might talk more about it like in another podcast but here we go uh we were you know the movies it's 2022 and this is the new batman movie go vic what did you think well this is a it's a more serious and dark Batman, which they've been saying since 1989 when Tim Burton did it. It's like, this one's dark. But this one's literally dark. And you know why? Because it has the in front of it. <laughs> like when they wanted to make like a serious Wolverine, they call it the Wolverine. Well, I mean, you know, it's also a nice way to give a sequel without having to put a number on it or to, to rebrand. You know what I mean? It's, it's very conscious... You he's know. not he's not a Batman. <laughs> he's he, the Batman. He's not a Batman. <laughs> In case you were confused, like is this just another like some other guy that no, this is the Batman. This is the Batman. Well <laughs> Like the Chronicles of Riddick. You know, they want to get serious about things. They put the in front of it. So The Godfather. So just launching straight in though. The Batman. It literally it starts with the title credit saying the Batman and then just goes. What did you think? Yes, coming right at well. Know. I love I love the opening was the best part. The first like the the first like ten minutes where he's just his voiceover and he's letting everybody know that like just just the thought of Batman being nearby is what frightens the people, which is, is what he cool. wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like really they cool. see him in every shadow. They see they think he's around every corner. That's super cool. He was. I, I like that too, but you know, even just before that, right? Wasn't there the whole Riddler thing? I actually enjoyed the very first kind of lead into the movie. <clears throat> was was through binoculars into a house, and you kind of got to see like first we saw some weird things sort of act out, and you realize that the kid is playing around, but it was just a little eerie. <laughs> Um, I thought that was great. I also loved how the thing I, that got me very excited actually straight into the movie was I'm watching this movie. I knew it was going to be dark, whatever. I saw a lot of the trailers, but the sequence where it's looking through the house, it glances around and then kind of sees into the house and in the distance you see the skylight and then the next shot is from above the skylight looking down into the house with the open skylight and we're focused through the opening 
and it was very very clever to and it was like directing it was good directing and and i said oh okay yeah great this is great <laughs> like i i was very engaged from exactly that moment on and that was like you know 90 seconds into the movie it's all downhill from there (laughs) (laughs) well i mean it was very much like seven like with batman in it right it was exactly yeah very and and we were thinking that when the trailer was was released and that's definitely been an idea that's been pitched around in hollywood as long as we can remember i know like i would read about it every once in a while ever since seven came out which was what in 99 or 97 i can't remember i'm sorry um but when that movie came out everyone was saying like oh wouldn't it be cool to see batman solve a crime like this and so there is a there's an there's a in one way there's a stylistic straight line to this but in no way do i think that sums up this movie like i i really enjoyed this movie now you know right after that opening it cuts to the batman stuff and we hear we hear voiceover right which i think is interesting because we don't always i don't think we've gotten that in a lot of batman movies we've gotten in a couple but there's like voiceover and then and we realize it's year two so it's like batman year two i i like that um it it sort of to me makes me buy robert pattinson as batman um and like you said i just like right out of the gate he was wondering if it if he was working you know how how well he was being effective or not but he did like that that in the darkness you know people thought he was there and then we began to see it in a couple of different ways and i was i thought that was very 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 clever and then you know him actually emerging from one of the darkness i think that had i not seen the trailers you know i really would have enjoyed sort of guessing which one it was going to be but it was very cool to see him come out and just kind of kick ass he's also super angry though right like (laughs) like this batman is is ang ang extra angry yeah, that was like I don't, I don't want to be the guy who, like picks on everything, but I get like <laughs> it's okay. You could be that guy. I it's weird because I like the fact that he's Batman like ninety five percent of the movie. Yeah, he's, yeah. Just, he's constantly Batman in the Batman suit. Yep. So and like nobody's really in, that interested in Bruce Wayne anyway. You want to see Batman, so that's True. fine. But like there wasn't really a different like even when he's Bruce Wayne he's just like angry right right and there's not really a difference between Batman and Bruce Wayne well you know and that's one of the reasons why I like calling it like like I actually think it is the Batman movie like it is a good Batman movie yeah right like uh he's more he's definitely more Batman than he's anybody else and there's a lot of Batman right like a lot of there's a lot of Batman movies that you can do a percentage and he's not the the, the character that's seen the most. Whereas, yeah, like in any superhero movie, they're mostly there. Yeah. You know, know, and, he's mostly Clark Kent. He's mostly Peter Parker. You which know. And, and I think that's a dated concept. Mostly, And that was mostly because of budget, right? But we're in a different era. And there's different people making them these days. And so in this way... Like, yeah, like, this is the Batman, and, and it was a great, that's a good point. He is Batman most of the time. 
It's uh, possible, too, that maybe they're just, since it's only year two, that he just hasn't created, like, the Bruce Wayne persona. Well, so I think that is the clever way to go, and I hope that that's where they do go. But <clears throat> but let's just go through the movie, right? So after the, like, the kind of the, we see that it's Halloween, and that's cool, and... We know that the Riddler's taken a, a victim and you know, killed somebody, but Batman doesn't know that yet. And he kind of breaks up this like bunch of gang guys that all look to be in Joker makeup, which is interesting. Um, and there's one guy with his face is half of it, so maybe he's like I just gleaned that he's like got to be initiated. He's got to do some violence to do somebody. Um, but Batman comes comes along. I enjoyed that because. One, he know, he didn't say, "Hey, I'm Batman." He said, "I'm vengeance." And what did you think of that? Well, obviously, it comes back around at the end of the movie. But... Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But but in the beginning of the movie, having him sort of be known not as Batman, but literally as vengeance. They call him vengeance more than one. Penguin calls him vengeance. Uh, uh, Catwoman calls him vengeance. And then he decides, you know, that it hasn't been working. And that's a, that's a nice thing to talk about. But what did you think of that when you first saw that part? And when you were like, okay, like, did you make up your mind about this movie before you? <laughs> I wanted him to say I'm Batman. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's dressed like a bat. He's got a big bat on his chest. So had he not decided to call himself Batman yet? Or he's got the bat symbol in the sky. <laughs> I mean, was it, like when you say it wasn't working, does that mean he like he like he still hasn't come up with the Batman persona yet? Like he wants people to think he's just like not to give him a name because that's not as terrifying. I, you know, I don't know. I think that um, even that right is the whole. I think the whole point was he's still figuring it out. Right, and okay. and he he knows he wants to do it. He's learning parts about himself and all this other stuff. He's learning that like his life, parts of his life he didn't know all about, which I, I enjoyed. But I think that <clears throat> that also has to do with the notion that you know I think Christopher Nolan called talked about this, like with dark Knight and dark Knight rises he he was avoiding trying to call the movie batman in any way right um and so i think in the to uh, make it like adult that was part of what they were going for that's my i i that's my sort of glean on it but also mm -hmm. to have the like the crazy people call him the batman you know like like that works you know like oh yeah it's a riddler he's calling it batman you know what i mean yeah. um but anyway i want to like keep going like so <laughs> well what we got trouble because it's a two hour and 56 minute movie so if we're going through it scene by scene we're gonna <laughs> well we're gonna you know, we run can... out of digital tape that's true and and the cloud will fill up <laughs> we'll fill up the cloud exactly that's how long the movie is it was a long movie. It was a long movie. We could kind of blaze through it because what, like, 
I guess the real my thing is like I was noticing all of these things while just enjoying how this movie played. You know, I was noticing that uh like it it was playing like a, a like a 1940s kind of like noir you know uh detective movie which I thought that was actually really clever because it didn't look like that exactly but it it definitely played homage to that where Batman was like the the gruff detective and he's like he, there's a dame who has a secret and you know like I was I I was actually very impressed that that's what they were doing while still being simple and complex I loved things like the intro of of Catwoman and like watching her change into her outfit like him kind of spying on her and her where we think oh yeah like she's getting undressed we realize oh wait like it it was like a misstep to even think that it was sexualized because she's getting into an, a uniform and then she like goes straight to to work and it's like whoa like that was very very cool i like the style of it you know it was raining it was almost there's almost like a blade runner aspect to, <laughs> to this gotham but it was also kind of an older aspect to it which both of that that kind of crashed together i thought it was visually awesome um, and then like, as you move through and you realize, okay, he's going to unfold this plot. I did like thumb drive, you know, I did like Batman figuring certain things out. I did like Alfred. Holy shit. Like, what did you think of, uh, of, of, uh, you know, Andy Serkis as Alfred? No, I like Andy Serkis. It wasn't too much Alfred in the movie. Yeah. I think it was in like three actual scenes yeah and still no the look of the movies the i want to say the look of the movie was the like not just the look but like more the style because the mm. it's weird because the look is pretty much like one look it's just like dark and rainy the whole movie yeah yeah it's like a darker seven Right, <laughs> if you can get darker than seven. you know what I'm saying, and so like it's not like a lot of like change. Like they they said, this is what we want the movie to look like, and they just stuck with that one thing. Yeah, but like I do enjoy because I like old movies and like film noir, and I like the bare bones Batman where he didn't have like a lot of gadgets. Yeah, kind of just had like a regular computer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't like a wall of computers. You know, usually Batman had you know like the Batmobile was just like a car. You know, so he's very, still like figuring clever. things out. You know, it is only year two. I don't know. If, you know yeah, the, yeah. The I fans mean, who read the comics would know Batman year one, Batman year two. two but like right. The, the, I think he's keeping a diary and it says year two on it or something. It, it, and that was so cool. I thought that was really well done. I completely agree. And so there is this cool edginess, but it, then it would still be Batman, right? Like uh, one, one thing I really enjoyed was it felt super dangerous. You know, Penguin seemed like he was super dangerous that that whole shootout before the car chase holy shit right like the shootout was was super violent like 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 the, they were trying to murder batman right they were trying to murder those guys did like gordon kind of comes in 
it, it was almost sloppy. Like, I don't know why he didn't arrest him afterwards because he was obviously at a shootout. But anyway, there's this huge gunfight. Batman kind of drags himself into the Batmobile and then it, it turns into a chase. That was great. But Batman was like gonna get fucked up in that car. <laughs> like we see that he kind of lucks out with 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 how it goes. Like we see that there was a trailer, which I enjoyed. Like there was this big chase and a couple of times he was pretty nervous in the chase. And there's a trailer that kind of like it's flatbed like dropped to make the ramp that was gonna be. But like we also see that had that not happened, it wasn't gonna it was gonna work out very good for Batman. And I enjoyed that because <laughs> usually, you know, especially the, the other early Batman Tim Burton movies, he doesn't even when he's in the car, he is the least animated. You know, like 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 nothing nothing phases him. And you know, I like the 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 difference. <laughs> like I I like him in Jeopardy and and like holy shit, like <laughs> now I don't think he should always be that it should always be that death-defying for him. But I enjoyed it in this one. And uh and yeah, you know, like that. What did you think of that sequence? Like best Batman Batmobile chase in a movie, right? Well, you like know it, who, was, it was awesome. You know who didn't think it was awesome? <laughs> Tell the me. twenty-seven people who were brutally killed during the car chase, like just going home from work in the well, rain. Well, so that's like... so that's an interesting thing because then afterwards <laughs> he grabs them and they just ask. Uh, uh, penguin for something, and then they let him go, and that <laughs> yeah, they leave him there. Like, yeah, that that's kind of the wrong. If you're gonna if you're gonna turn up the 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 volume of death defying realism, you can't leave Penguin. You know what I mean? Like, that's the that's the little kind of flaw. But on on the whole, it was awesome, and and. I mean, I, I, I enjoyed the hell out of that, right? Um, and and it kind of kept me moving through it. So, like, when you get to the, the, the Catwoman reveal, it was great. You know, like, I, I wasn't... I wasn't... I wasn't blown away by some, like, kind of mystery. But I was also like, oh, right, this was... This could be, like, um, Maltese Falcon or, like, or Chinatown. Right. There's definitely a, a, an aspect of that. Right. Which I appreciated. I also like that. Catwoman is in no way somebody else's like second character, secondary character. She is has her own story and she's moving through it. Right. Like I, I really enjoyed that, you know, um, and, I, and I really thought that Zoe Kravitz did a hell of a job because I, you know, I, I don't know. I. I was so skeptical, um, and I thought she's good casting. I was like, this all can't be so good, like can't be so perfect. So I kind of walked in very skeptical, and I and I was very pleased that all my skepticism was gently handled and well and answered. (laughs) And I I really felt like they pulled it off. I'm also this whole Joker thing. I want to talk about before we we go, but. I'm glad there was no Joker in this. But anyway. Was there? <laughs> so, uh, 
what did you what did you think of like uh like like Zoe and Catwoman? Yeah, she's got the best the best part of the movie. Probably cuz Batman he goes from being like angry to being angrier <laughs> to being like angry and depressed <laughs> but she's allowed to like you know like have a little humor and show you know she's allowed to just like yeah be a normal person he's so like i said since he's batman 95 percent of the time he's just gruff batman you like, can't like see his face and even when he's bruce wayne for a few minutes he's just like depressed bruce wayne right but catwoman can be like she could show anger and she could also i mean it's not like a lot of humor or anything but See the bright side of it. She's a normal person. You see her care about her friend, and you see her like you know, change outfits a couple times. (laughs) (laughs) At least like look different. Robert Pattinson's like you look at on the call sheet. It's like I got to get in the Batman costume again. Right. She she could be like on a on on a motor on a motorcycle or like walking through the club or yeah no but also giving her an actual reason in a couple of different ways to be there is better is is just better writing than any appearance of Catwoman in any of the other movies mm. and i appreciate that like 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 i said she's moving through the movie without batman right it, you know i do like that it, it was very clever while kind of keeping like the whole city minimized to a few locations, right? Because there was that club, right? Batman, and you know, Batman goes into that club like several times in several different ways, right? He goes in versus Batman in the, in the suit, right? Then he goes in. Uh, I mean, you could you could argue that like he goes in as cat, like Catwoman, right? Because she's wearing his tech. Mm-hmm. Then she then he like he goes in as Bruce Wayne, right? And then he sneaks in as Batman, right? Like, like he bashes his way through. Or no, no, one one way is he beats his way in, and the other way is he sneaks his way in, right? And the other way is he walks in as Bruce Wayne. And I think, like, that was very clever. Uh, I I liked the those sort of differences. I liked the use of his tech. I liked the fact that, that just in the moment where... I, when he's walking through the first m- murder crime scene and he's just looking at everything and I'm like, how come Batman isn't taking pictures or something? Like, I remember thinking that and it's just kind of like letting it go and I liked how we got back to that very quickly and he pulled out the contact and I was like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. I didn't need to see any more. Who knows how real or not any of that kind of tech actually is. doesn't matter. It's a Batman movie. This is just right. Um, but anyway, like I said, I have a lot I could say about this. I enjoy, I enjoyed it. I um, tell. But what did you think about the ideas of digging into the Waynes and and all this? And how familiar are you with the comics where you could sort of predict sort of the, some of the seeds that they were planting with this movie? Well, it's funny because that. That's one of the things that people always talk about is that, like, he's the world's greatest detective. They don't show that enough in the movies. Yeah. I, Funnily I enough, like they, they used to put the old TV show, they used to do that a lot. Like, he would figure things out. Sure. Even the, the Adam West Batman. Totally, was like absolutely. The most detective. 
but I did feel, but like the one problem I did have with the movie, or I did feel like the Riddler figures everything out. Yeah. And Batman's kind of like behind, you know, he's like behind, one step behind the whole movie. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like Batman didn't know that like the DA and the mayor were like crooked and that Right. The Riddler's the one taking pictures in the night. Like the, the the mayor's got like a Russian prostitute in this nightclub. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pictures taken of him. Like, stay on the down low, Mister Mayor. Like you're running exactly. for mayor. Yeah. Right, like right. Catwoman goes up and she's in with the thing in her eye and she's in the nightclub <laughs> and like, aren't you the district attorney? <laughs> yes, right. I am. Come over, do some drugs with me at this table with some prostitutes. <laughs> like you're the it. district attorney. And then for twenty. I th- you but, saw it twice. I only saw it once. Was did the Riddler f- know who killed? Oh yeah. Batman? I guess he doesn't know who kills Batman's parents because. But no. Like but for twenty Riddler- for twenty years, Batman's trying to figure out who killed his parents, and it's like, hey, it's it's Carmine Falcone, the number one like villain in Gotham City. Yeah, like he killed your parents. Like what? <laughs> I mean, like the number one villain in the whole city for the last 30 years killed my parents. Also, I, didn't, I had no idea. And, and, and it, Falcone tells him it's, it's Marcone or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mar- Marconi. What's his name? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And he's, and Batman goes to, to Alfred. He's like, I, f- I found out who killed my parents. It was Marconi. And he's, and then Alfred's like, no, 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 it was Falcone. And Batman's like, it was Falcone. Wasn't it? It's like, oh, come on, Batman. Yeah. 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 Like, he figures out the riddles and stuff, but even, you know, he's like, he needs the riddles to lead him to the next clue. Here's the thing about some of these, and, and, you know, know, I don't know, the the listeners at home may not know that I'm a little bit of a writer and stuff, and so, but Vic, you know this about me, and that is when you're, like, putting together one of these clever sort of thriller sort of things you know that part of the devices are that you have to see them all out, right? Like you have to see them all the way through. Otherwise, so if the, if the hero is so good that he actually does thwart the things from unfolding, then you kind of don't see them all happen. So you gotta, you gotta kind of figure a way to make that work. You know, um, in seven, every single one of the things happens. They, they keep missing it, whatever. And, and because of that, we can see them happen. And it's like, whoa, the same thing kind of had to happen with this. And I get that. And even because he's only been doing it for two years, we get this sense that like, like it's, it's on his, it's almost okay. Like, cause he's battling the city. Like, like I definitely got a good sense of overwhelm for what Batman's job was and how no one supported it. <laughs> right. I, and, and it was also verging on absolute, uh, like extreme obsession that I don't condone. Right. Like, so that was actually very interesting to me, certainly as a grown ass man, but also like, you know, does the Batman sort of conversation really work? And I actually like that the movie began to answer that or to talk to directly address that i also like that in the same way that the christopher nolan with batman begins he he 
dug into the Batman story and said, hey, I can make it like I can make Batman like impossibly noble, like because he has to be because he has no choice because I can remove the human loop of revenge. Like no one ever did that in the comics. Right. So he he literally took the person who killed his parents out of the loop and then made him have to seethe with it. And like, and it was a very human way to get to Batman, right? In, you know, like um, Zack Snyder, he played with the whole Martha thing just because he, you know, is being whatever he wanted to make his connection, right? There's ways that you can mine the material and come up with different things. And what I liked was they said, what if the Waynes through through Martha Wayne what if there was some weirdness there what if there was some like cro crookedness or weird rich families doing stuff and I loved the idea of that I love the idea that I know that in the comics there's a whole thing with like uh, the court of owls and the rich and all this that has like a like a eyes wide shut sort of among the wealthy kind of thing going on. I think it's a great idea. <clears throat> and I think if they're building to something like that, that goes back to what you were saying about um, uh, like having him craft a Bruce Wayne persona because that would be the reason for him to do that, right? To have him go, oh shit, I'm realizing that there's this whole level of crime that operates on like a wealth level that I have to access as Bruce Wayne. Anyway, um, that's where I think they're going, but I loved how they were planting a lot of this in just the design of this movie. And I wonder what you think, because you're, you know, you're, uh, you, we joke, but you're just a deep of Batman fan. <laughs> well, what do I think about where they're going with the... Yeah, and how they laid the, the groundwork. It feels like a real place. It feels really overwhelming, you know. I enjoyed that. It was creepy, you know. Um, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed it. I also liked, if you don't mind me saying, <laughs> um, that he he does hopeful things. I think it was a very interesting uh, him saying the whole little speech about him realizing maybe I'm not, you know, this isn't working because I think people need, you know, maybe I have to do something a little different. I like that, right? Because the truth is a Batman who just punches people isn't enough, right? And he goes on his, he does go on a journey with that. And then he realizes, oh, I, you know, even though I'm, I am helping. I've got to do it a little different. But now I I want to see him like I want to see where they're going to go. And that's what I wonder. Like where do you what do you what do you think about how they pulled that off? It's funny cuz to be honest, I almost feel like it was a nice self-contained story. I know nowadays everything's got to have a sequel, it's got to be a trilogy. I liked it just you know, I'd like to see another one, of course, but I was fine with it. it. Like, if this is the only one that they made, 
Like yeah, this. well, that's actually I, I really enjoy that too. That yeah. part of it too. It it absolutely could be a good movie on its on as a standalone. Totally. Because it like I don't know. It was like so like serious and dark. Yeah, but it was like. I mean, I guess like you say, they're setting him up, but you know. Well, yeah. I mean, just it was so content. To, it was so content to be what it was. Mm-hmm. That I'm fine if they, you know, if, if it just like laid there and that was the Batman that we got. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, so, you know, another thing is after he beats up the bad guys, he like puts his hand out and like helps people. <laughs> he like turns into rescue Batman. And it's, I <laughs> thought that was really cool actually, especially in the world that we're in right now and just how nobody you know it it was i thought that was a very smart move and it might have seemed a little sappy or slowing things down but it was i thought it was a very deliberate and interesting choice to make and literally have batman being there during like rescue efforts like he could have peaced out and be like, "Yeah, all right, we're good. <laughs> I'm out of there." But he didn't, and and it's like, "Oh, we never saw Batman do that." You know, that was again like if you're gonna, there's so many ways that you could look at this as like a modernist and this and that. But Batman, that was that was pretty powerful, you know, uh, and and it's a lot. It's even more bold than like Ben Affleck running into nine eleven. You know, the metaphor of that. Mm-hmm. You know, this was not bravado running into because what you know, if, if a building fell on you, you weren't going to make that, dude. You know what I'm saying? But pulling bodies out and being there like that's, you know, that's real. He got in over his head. You know, that was real. I, I you know, I think there's a lot of fun and really cool ways to sink your teeth into what they did and yeah even if it never becomes anything else i think what they did was was really good yeah like i didn't expect that ending you know of him he learns to be a symbol of hope that's more important than being a symbol of vengeance like people shouldn't be just afraid of him they should also like know that he's there to help yes but again that's kind of like almost like I know it's not the completion of his story. There's a million ways you can go with it, but that's why another reason why it's it's a nice like if this was the only Batman we ever got from this team, that it's like you know it's a full story, a beginning, a middle, and yes, end. Yes, yes. Because I guess they'd make another one, and we'd see him like, oh look, yeah, he's got a batarang, <laughs> or like look, he's upgraded to bat, like what well, you know, and then the scarecrow comes, like oh, there's more villains, but it, it, that would just be like a sequel. Yes. I think like almost everything they had to say, they said in this movie. You know I saying? would say, I agree. I think that, I, I do think that continued stories, which I think is fun because we know that they exist. Um, so it's it like we just sort of imagine that all going on in in this version of their world, right? Like you go, Oh yeah. Wow. Okay. Now I, now it could be this, I could be that. But any way you look at it, certainly this first major arc has been closed, you know, like it's, it's, you're right. It's a complete story. Yeah. That's a good word. They, they would need to do, if they did another one, it would be good to do like another arc. 
as opposed to just the further adventures of Batman. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, I, I don't, I can't write it. I don't know, you know, maybe pick another, like, uh, s- series of the comic books or something. But Sure. Like, to and just think of it, this was so serious and so well done that to think of a sequel where they just, all right, it was like, you know, because they kind of set up the Joker at the end. Sure. But, like, just just to put the Joker in the second movie and have Batman fight him. Like I said, like, oh, look, here's the a new and improved Batcave. You know, it's like the, the typical sequel stuff. Sure. You know, like, that's kind of like lessening the impact of this movie unless they do, like, another movie with a beginning, middle, and end. Well, so, I mean, you know, that goes to back to Matt Reeves, you know, and, and, and his collaborators on this, um, and him you know, coming on to the project quite a few years ago and him like basically saying like, you know, like the reading between the lines of all of the press back then, he basically said, Oh, I'll say yes. If I can like scrap the, 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 the Ben Affleck kind of version that they wanted me to make and I can make my own. And from that point, he really built, uh, like this is a great solid like you said it's solid it's contained i think it's designed very brilliantly but i also do think um he knows a couple of other things he can do right like and and it's weird cuz it's almost similar to the way that they put together the andrew garfield spider-man movies that didn't fully fill fulfill their arc but um like i think they're gonna deliver who killed the waynes and they're gonna build you through that over three movies i think you can now what 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 will batman's character arc be i don't know but that you know that that'll be interesting because you know there's places to go anyway anyway i i enjoyed it i also think that there's some really interesting kind of clues and easter eggs but that maybe we'll we'll have to do for another uh for another podcast yes thumbs up <laughs> thumbs up so i could make i could make fun of some more things but uh but well so so make fun of a couple more but <laughs> but but also no, no, i want to talk fun. about the escalation one more time like because it felt like a like a a pretty small or intimate movie and then it, things just began to escalate and i i enjoyed that because then i started to feel nervous because if it was a smaller movie there's a level of danger that feels weird and then when it sort of got bigger the danger felt more real so it felt like the most dangerous batman movie um and then these like they started blowing up the the walls again you know and flooding then it became overwhelming like there was definitely a moment where it was like they need the justice league like you need aquaman to actually to like make the water stop you know i know that's where the the you know his realization comes in at the end that he needs to be like a symbol of hope but yeah that last like I won't say half hour. It's almost like after they captured the Riddler. Or after he allowed himself to be captured. Yeah. Again, like kind of like Seven. He kind of like, 
allows himself to be captured. Totally. But uh, I guess that's not a big enough ending for the movie, but somehow they could have, like, not tweaked it, but that whole big ending, you know, it's like it wasn't quite the typical comic book movie ending with the big CGI battle at the end, but yeah, it was like a big... Plus, not not to mention that you're already like two and a half hours <laughs> right. into the movie. It was like a Titanic. And it's like, know, wait, he's Batman got another clue Titanic to figure. Yeah, he's got another clue to figure out, and like there's oh, yeah. walls surrounding God- Gotham's built underwater. Like, what's going on? You know. I mean, you know, just the idea of they managed the- to keep it. It was still even the big ending was still like hardcore and still like yeah, yeah, and dark and I mean. everything. But and I and I liked how. You know, if you're gonna kick kick around the the ancient stories of Batman, the the idea of the questioning of the morality of the Waynes is something that I don't remember reading any of the comics. I'm sure they already have, and I'm sure there's a great arc, and someone can like leave it in the comments, you know, kind of thing. But uh, I don't know of the Waynes were always these this angelic you know, group, uh, you know, two people who did this thing and they died tragically and it kind of made emboldened everyone who loved Batman. Oh yeah. Like you just agree with Batman and he like was like righteous. Right. (laughs) Um, and I like how this one questions that, or he even was like, I was driven by this pure idea and now this idea may not be that pure. Maybe this guy was just technic. Maybe my dad was horrible, and I like how Alfred reset that. And, and, and again, let's get let's talk about Andy Circus. Really, I want to hear what you have to say because, dude, he has a, a scene in a <laughs> in a in a hospital bed, and it's like I I mean honestly, I would say he should be nominated for an Oscar. It was such <laughs> a good scene. He was so earnest with his di- like the dialogue was so clean but he Andy Circus sold me on that so hard like what did you think of that no it's definitely a diff- it reminded me more of the uh the TV show Gotham Alfred okay, cuz he was like I a little watch any of that cuz he was like in the TV show he's like a little younger a little bit more I think he was like a former boxer or something sure. like he would like beat beat up guys and so he wasn't like the old fuddy-duddy alfred from like right. the first you know the tim burton batmans or the old tv show he was kind of a, much more like active right right you know what i'm saying a little bit younger a little bit more in shape so i did like that aspect you shouldn't like alfred when it says only batman should open the envelope like <laughs> Don't open the envelope. Don't it's yeah. gonna blow. It's gonna blow up in your face. <laughs> it's like, like for Batman, oh, o- only oh. to be opened by Batman. Oh, let me also, see what's inside. <laughs> hmm. I opened. I opened Bruce Wayne's mail. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was that was bad. He, he he might be like a good boxer, but he's not too clever about that. He should have been like, yeah. No, it's good. It's you know. If, it's a good balance between because he is like the father figure because it's always you know they always say like I knew your father and he wouldn't have done this or blah 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 but at the same time he's not Batman's equal but he, he could like talk to him yeah and he's I not enjoyed... talking down to him even Michael Caine would be like 
talk not talking down in the sense of like berating him but kind of like listen you need to do this or right you know i'm saying that's usually alfred's uh, role in all these movies is like the wise old man as right. i feel i feel like this 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 alfred could would have like slapped him around a little bit if he needed to <laughs> yeah totally know? and but but you also get the, the the relationship right like you in a way that you never did you get that he was a bodyguard that's what it sounds like he yeah was like maybe that's why he seemed tougher yeah well yeah and and that's a good that's good man and and him feeling guilt right him also like I said, he said it. He set the kind of the rudder straight about a couple of things. Like he said, "Okay, so was it this guy who did who did it?" And Alfred, like, you know, kind of takes a breath. Man, he says he ordered it, but he, it, the actual person didn't do it. So we trust that Alfred has vetted that. Like, yes, he's looking. But when I say that, there's like a like a thing like the Andrew Garfield Spider Man's right. Like, there's a whole inner thread if you recall that had the dad and you know peter's dad and like norman osborne born and like the things that they were doing is all like behind the scenes and somehow peter also was going to have this genetic remember and then did he get killed off and he had like this subway laboratory yeah like yeah his parents it was set up that his parents they weren't spies, but they were like, they right. weren't. They weren't just, you know. I don't and know. I don't even know what they originally were out. in the comics. But right. But what we also didn't find out was he left them clues. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Right. Yeah. And and we were gonna, and so it was gonna conclude on this third movie, and wrap up all of the things. And I think they even shot a scene where, like, you know, the I think it's in like the deleted scenes where like the guy who plays his dad is still alive, and they talk. And there's like a whole thing, and so okay, great. Um, but they didn't get to do it. And what I'm saying is, it's almost like this is where they're building with these Batman movies, where first of all, he's got to be a better detective. He learns. He <laughs> wants to be a. He thinks what we need is hope. But what's interesting is, in those last two scenes after the flood, he is that hope. He doesn't think that he is, but he is. And I thought that was brilliant. I thought it was really cool. It's also cool because him just punching stuff doesn't work. And it, it literally was like a, a signal to all the boys who need to mature, right? Like, like Batman is cool, but like angry Batman isn't cool, <laughs> you know? you know angry batman who just punches everybody isn't cool after a while if you know violent batman doesn't work and that's what this movie sort of does and it does in a very dark very like cinematic way i loved the the cinema of it i was like oh right this is cinema you know and i enjoyed that um but yeah you know he can be dark but to have him just just be violent was unnerving it wasn't it wasn't as fun as you thought it might be um and i like that he learned his lesson you know and and that's cool anyway i i want to know what you you think uh because i know that you've 
you've had your Batman feelings and we've, we've talked about our bat fleck kind of stuff, but like in response to all of these movies, uh, I think this movie also kind of does, you know, does a really good thing. And I'm wondering what, what you think about that? No, like I said, there's a ton more to like than not to like, you know, yeah, excellent filmmaking. It created a world. It cre- you know the the characters are good relationships between the characters, like with Commissioner so Gordon good. and Batman. They're like a team, you know. <laughs> yeah. And like I say, yeah, by the end, you you get a complete Batman movie from beginning to end. But he's also beginning changed by the end of the movie. He's like he's, totally. he's come like to a like real a realization. Movie. Yeah, it's so good. Some movies so you would, you would wait for the movie, and then at the end he would be Batman, right? As opposed to he's already Batman, he's just learning to be like a different Batman, more Batman. Because some movies, right, like, the whole movie is the origin, and like the last scene is them finally putting on their costume or something. You know, it's like yeah, but this isn't <laughs> this like is that. Good. You get a whole Batman movie, but at the same time you yeah, and like remember how it ends where you know he like says goodbye to like. Uh, Catwoman and they do a little dance like they're like birds or something and then she goes one way and he goes the other and he looks at her as she goes but he like then directs his eyes to Gotham and it ends on that shot it was like really badass like it was many things I I enjoyed it quite a bit agreed <laughs> Very good. Very good. I uh, We went a lot longer than we thought, but why not? And uh, I Still think we can, a third the length of the movie. Exactly. And I think that we can we can circle back when, when we feel inspired to, uh, to kind of go in, in depth, maybe when it comes out on video or something. But for right now, this is pretty good. Um, we as have been perfectionists, me, me especially, We've recorded a bunch and didn't do anything with them, but uh, we may put some of those out, uh, but either way, we are starting back up again because there's going to be plenty of cool stuff that we could talk about. So with that said, I had a good time. Uh, This has been the podcast experiment. I'm Dave. And I'm Vic. And uh, podcast out. I should have said I'm vengeance. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Edit we'll that in. It again. Uh, I'm I'm Dave and <laughs> and I'm Vengeance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> forget uh, it. If, ah, forget it. Podcast out. Podcast out. Yeah.